Hello, you are now listening to Real Matters of the Heart, the podcast where we say life is all about chances and you can determine how many you take, but not how many you get. I am Joy, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are bringing you episode number 15 today entitled Operating In and On Purpose. But before we move into that, I want to make sure that I remind you, you can find archived episodes of Real Matters of the Heart on SoundCloud and on iTunes by searching Joy Hearts, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S, hashtag R-M-O-H, Real Matters of the Heart. Please do subscribe, follow, and share, and let me know your thoughts. You can leave me comments and feedback and reviews on all of those platforms, and I would love to hear from you if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for topic ideas. So my special guest today is Cammie Sharon Knight. She's a wife, mother, daughter, and friend. And growing up, she was always considered the wise one, which she never really liked that that title, but... Recently, she went through a wilderness in her life that caused her to humble herself and really begin to see what it is that God was calling her to do and why it was that he laid that on her. And so she came on the show today to share some of that wisdom and some of the revelations that she got from that. And it's really some great gold nuggets that I'm looking forward um, to sharing with you guys and hoping that you will be able to use moving forward. Um, A couple of things we talk about, what it feels like to be operating in and on purpose. The difference between being driven versus being called. The difference between your gifts versus your assignment. And what it's like to be busy versus to be productive. And the question of the day is, what if you've been creating your own wilderness? And so, like I said, some great gold nuggets on this episode. Excited to be sharing. Looking forward to hearing from you all your feedback. So without further ado, we have episode number 15, Operating In and On Purpose, Miss Carrie Sharon Knight on Real Matters of the Heart, the podcast. And welcome to Real Matters of the Heart. As always, I have a very special guest with me today. And also, as always, we have already started our conversation because <laughs> this is just right. how it goes. And I would also like to note, because I'm not sure if you guys know this part, I always have an idea about what I want to talk about when I'm inviting my guests. But then there's a God. And basically, he's like, no, we're going to do this today. And I'm like, well, okay. So that has happened once again. And I'm here with um, my dear friend, Miss Cammie Sharon Knight. I'm going to give you a whole full governmental. <laughs> because that's how you're in my phone, by the way. I saved you it's all right. as the whole full name. You might as well. Because I've never done that. I, I love think. it. I'm so- Maybe doctors' names. I don't think I've done like friends. Oh no! Everyone's in my phone as first and, and last. What? My mom and dad are in my phone as first and last, what? and it's Dang. ridiculous. Because who? If I think about this, and this is random sidebar, but if I had an emergency and somebody had to like dig through my phone to get whatever, yeah. they wouldn't know who the hell to call. Everybody looks like an equal. There's yeah. no. Remember there was that thing where people were like, "You need to mark them with ice." Did you remember that? And mm-hmm. ICE was supposed to be like ICE in case of emergency. So that when people mm-hmm. needed to call like them, they would know, like, call okay. this person. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have any of that. My parents, <laughs> everyone is in my phone first and last. You could yeah. be my nearest and dearest. Well, and and you, it looks like a business know, contact. Maybe someone else has your phone. They'll know your parents' full name, maybe. I don't know. First it'll, of all, there's so many one things. Day. One day it'll be uh, Yeah, I don't know. So anyway... You're in my phone as all of the three names. Yeah. Cammie Sharon Knight. Yeah. You're in there. Full. Okay. <laughs> and so today, um, what we jumped into when you walked in, we talked about a couple of things. 
but I want to talk specifically about a distinction that you made. Mm -hmm. And that is making a distinct and clear difference between your gifts Mm -hmm. and your assignment. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you said it, I knew like, okay, whatever I thought we was going to talk about, that's out the window. This has to be it because immediately I felt drawn to the topic. I thought it was relevant. It's Mm -hmm. certainly significant to me. And I just feel like this is a this is a good conversation to have mm-hmm. right now so that people can begin to become clear about yeah. what that even looks like. Like, what does it mean to know the difference between my gifts and what I'm good at and all of that, mm-hmm. but what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. with yeah. those gifts? Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. totally yeah. different. Related. Totally different. But different. Yeah. So when you say that, what does that mean to you? Um, when I think of gifts and I think of being called to do to do something, I think of being busy versus um, being called and being focused. Um, when I think of a busy mom that's just like doing everything, washing the dishes, okay, doing this, I gotta do that and do that, I gotta check that off, okay, but I'm good at that and I'm good at that. And then there's the mom that's like, okay. What am I called to do today? What am I called to do for this moment in time? And when you're called, um, there's a certain focus that you have. Um, There's a certain um, peace that you have when you're called because you know you are here by assignment. Um, I think, too, um, just being in L.A. or just even the Western culture, like we... Um, live in a society where busyness is equivalent to being successful. Oh, and, girl. You ain't and never lied. I've just like have learned in the Eastern culture um, how they focus more on, they don't do a lot of goal setting, but what they do is they do accomplish things, but they really focus on the inner peace and what is my assignment for now? What am I called to do right now? And I think that's just kind of where I am right now. I've, I've lived my life for far too long um, being driven um, in the sense of, okay, I'm gifted at this, so I'm going to do that. Okay, I'm gifted at this, so I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then also, it's kind of, I've been validated in doing that because... Um, I grew up in a culture, in a family where, um, you know, you have to be independent. So you have to do this. You have to take care of yourself. You have to do that. And you have to make this. Yeah, yeah. That conversation is very So it's just like, you, I grew up just like, okay, I have to, just like panicking. Like, oh, I checked this off the list. Okay. So, oh, this is a great idea. I'm going to do that. Just like busy for nothing in actuality. But thinking that, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. It's more of like taking looking at your external world and thinking that your external world is um, sort of a validation for you. um, Spinning your wheels. Yeah. 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 So So, like what I hear you saying right now, and I like to note another distinction that you made, uh, the difference between being driven versus being called Mm -hmm. to do a thing. Mm -hmm. And what I'm hearing you say is when you're driven to do a thing, you have passion, Mm -hmm but you're lacking intention. Mm -hmm. So when you're called to do a thing, you still have that passion, but now there's a purpose attached Mm -hmm. to it Mm -hmm. 
that allows you to be more focused mm-hmm. and more clear about your steps as you are moving towards mm-hmm. fulfilling mm-hmm. that calling. Yeah. And so I think what's missing, the missing piece is um, similar to what you were talking about in the Eastern culture is that inner peace, that inner, that, that inner kind of like mm-hmm. harmony mm-hmm. within yourself mm-hmm. that allows you to even be clear about the why you're doing a thing. When the why is clear, Mm -hmm. then the work is enjoyable Mm -hmm. for the, not enjoyable just in and of itself, because sometimes it's really hard and uncomfortable and you don't want to do it and whatever other reason, but it's enjoyable overall because you understand it's so much bigger than you. Mm -hmm. And so you remain committed to it even when sometimes you feel like you're having to sacrifice. and that's, that's what makes sacrifice even something that's on the table mm-hmm. is when you understand that it's bigger than you. But when it's ju- when you're just driven to do something mm-hmm. and there's a passion without an intention, mm-hmm. as soon as you're met with opposition or any type of pushback or resistance, you start to question the reason, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Is it even really worth it? Or yeah. Because you don't, you're not clear about like, no, this is exactly what I should be mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely worth it, even in the face of these things, because you're clear about the bigger picture. So adding that intention piece, Mm -hmm. and when you're aligned with your calling versus just being driven Mm -hmm. by a thing, um, makes the world of a difference in how you experience the process and the journey of getting there, Mm -hmm. but also um, the impact on the other side, too. Because even if you have enough willpower to push through and you're driven by something, um, it doesn't do what it could potentially do. If you're not clear about like who you're serving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and how you're meant to serve them mm-hmm. according to the gifts that you've been given, mm-hmm. and that's a, just a different language. Just all your while you were talking and how you were giving the examples of being called versus being driven. Like I wasn't taught that language. Right. That language wasn't um, like it didn't blossom until my own wilderness or God per se kind of showing not God per se. No, it was God uh, showing <laughs> yeah. me that, okay, no, you're doing all of this, but this is who, this is who I have called you to be. This is who you really are. All that other stuff that you were doing and responding to and perceiving, thinking that that was really you. That's not really you. This is you. And even wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I just had a moment. Mm-hmm. What if mm-hmm. <laughs> what if your wilderness mm-hmm. was created by you? I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, what if all of the things that you were busying yourself with mm-hmm. is what in fact created the wilderness? Mm-hmm. A bunch of unfinished mm-hmm. ideas and tasks mm-hmm. and um, dreams deferred or whatever mm-hmm. um, that begin to just pile up around you mm-hmm. that ultimately end up feeling like a wilderness that mm-hmm. oftentimes we will blame on other things or people mm-hmm. or sometimes even God and be like, oh, why? how could you do this? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, actually, yeah. that yeah. was all you, boo. Yeah. And then when I think of being driven versus being called driven, I always think of something being done externally. Mm-hmm. And so we don't hear God when we're driven. When mm-hmm. we're called, it's more of an inner we hear God and it's a flow. And it starts with and hearing it God. It starts with hearing like, God. Like, it starts from, like, being literally, like, when you are called, even mm-hmm. just in the natural sense, when you're called on the phone, like, it mm-hmm. starts by hearing first something. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. your phone ring or whatever. Mm-hmm. It starts by the hearing. Mm-hmm. That then initiates your response, mm-hmm. which, another distinction I like to make, and I believe I've made it on a past episode, but 
we can revisit it. Mm -hmm. And a distinction I like to make between a response and a reaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you are called, Mm -hmm. you have an intention, meaning your phone rings, Mm -hmm. you answer it with the intention of having whatever conversation awaits on the other end of that. Um, And that's very different from having a reaction. Mm Mm-hmm. which is typically knee-jerk and, again, has no intention attached mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. It's just something that is a response, automatic response knee-jerk. to a stimulus. Knee-jerk. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you said knee-jerk, that is so, that yeah. so rings loud. Because it's like, yeah, we're so, I'll just say me, I didn't even say we. <laughs> I was so accustomed to that knee-jerk. No. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not... That's just not, that's not flow. That's not life. That's not living. And that's not purpose. No, it's not. And so, I also thought about when you were talking about like being driven versus being called. I'm still kind of really, that's No, that's really good. That's good. I mean, we need to say it over and over because I think, you know, we know the power of words and repetition and affirmations and all those things. We need to like drive that concept home. There is a difference. Yeah, yeah. It's, um. Driven um, brings about insecurity because um, it. I think dr- to be driven also digs a little bit deeper spiritually. Um, when you're driven, you think it's all you. So mm-hmm. um, that brings about um, a certain mentality of anxiety and fear and um, just rigidness. So everything that we do comes out of the ego when we're Mm. driven because I have to do this to prove something. I Mm. have to do this to validate something. Mm. When we're called, it's more of a surrender type of, okay, God, this, I understand that I am a vessel that you have used. Mm. And so it's more of a flow. Mm. And then when it's a flow, you see more of the gifts that God has already placed in you and you realize, okay, you no longer become hesitant in the call because you acknowledge that it's not you. You acknowledge that it's God. So it's more of like when I think of driven, I think of ego, you know, what they Mm -hmm. say, edging God out. Mm -hmm. And then when I think of being called, it's more of a freedom. It's not more of a freedom. It is a freedom and it just comes from God. So the create, the creation just, blossoms from that yeah Um, and what I hear you saying too just another way we can differentiate like if you're having questions about how do I know if I'm being called or driven or another thing beyond the intention piece which separates being driven from being called I think what I hear you saying is the question the root question is different so Mm -hmm. when you're being called the question is why Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know why why am I doing this thing why what impact will it have on the world and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And because when you come become clear about that, mm-hmm. again, it, it gives you that, like the peace mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we spoke about, but it also gives you that the, um, the power in, in a sense of like to push beyond mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. limitations you may perceive you have. But when you're being driven, I think the root question is how. Mm-hmm. So similarly, yeah. again, it becomes this thing where, you're like, oh, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. What do I have to do? And it becomes like how, like, and then yeah. you start to similar what you said again. It becomes like it becomes a thing of your own mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. And what also is at risk of happening in that is you start 
looking at other people's processes Mm -hmm. and trying to recreate or, you know, kind of mimic that because, oh, they've been successful. I'm going to do it like that. But when you are called to do your thing, Mm -hmm. it is the thing that only you can do. Exactly. So another, like a larger kind of more umbrella concept would be to understand that we are all here Mm -hmm. in this point in time in the scope of eternity for a very specific reason. I saw this meme the other day. It's really random, but it kind of fits here. Something to the effect of like, whenever you get down on yourself, just know that in all the scope of time, you got to live at the same time as Prince. Mm -hmm. Right? And I was like, absolutely! Because there were people who were not here that were born a long time ago and gone a long time ago and who will will be born after his lifetime and whatever else. But the point is... That we are chosen to be here on earth together right now for this point in time on the scope of eternity mm-hmm. because we each have a unique gift to bring to the table that operates in conjunction with everybody else's gift who's here right now in the scope of eternity. And when you know that, you understand that looking to mimic someone else's process or journey is never the answer. Mm -hmm. Not because you can't learn from the people who have walked before you and stand on their shoulders and all of that. Mm -hmm. Clearly, I understand the value of that. But understanding that, like, that is not Mm -hmm. your blueprint or story or journey, and it's not going to be step-by-step, and Mm -hmm. it's not going to be a mirror reflection Mm -hmm. of that thing. And so, again, like, yeah, so again, like, If you're driven and you find yourself looking to somebody else's process as like your step-by-step for how you're going to do your thing, more than likely it's not your thing. You're not being called to that thing. You are trying to recreate somebody else's success or whatever you envision or perceive to be successful. Mm -hmm. That's horrible. In my, um, when you said that, I just, God this year had just really stripped like everything that I thought was true. Mm. Well, that real that you thought was, was real right, right, right. yeah so he stripped like everything so it brought me to a point he brought me to a point where i had to look to him for everything and it was a scary moment because i was like okay well nobody else did it like this so oh what do i do like <laughs> oh my god okay but this is a whole new language you're telling me like well, who can I go to? Like, who can I? Like, they're not going to understand. Who's going to understand? I, I don't understand. Like, what's the answer? <laughs> I'm right here. It's right. already within you. The answer's already there. The answer will seek you. You don't have to go seeking the answer. You have so to submit like, to it. Yeah. Yeah, it just brought about a total. I just saw God totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing God totally different this year in the sense of um, it's not. Um, um, putting him in a box or I'll get back to you later type Ooh, of thing. We love it's to do more, that. Uh, <laughs> don't we? We let him tell somebody how God do. No, you don't know. What? He literally, literally says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My, my ways are not your ways. But we let it tell somebody how God going to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, child, God. that ain't. Oh, no, you mean this. And then I used to. <laughs> I don't do it no more. But I used to. Like, when God would tell me things before... I was like, oh, okay. And then, no, what you really mean is this. So I'm going to go ahead and do it like this. Oh, remix it. Because <laughs> I know better than you. Psych. Oh, my God. Just <laughs> Girl, we've all been there, but thank God for his grace. And, and also, <laughs> be, all right. But beyond the grace, if we can just go all the way there, 
Um, yeah. It's the you foolish, but I'm gonna use that too. Yeah, I'm gonna use that too. Cause That's you about to mess this all the way up, but I already really knew are. that. But I already knew that. Yeah. So I'm gonna use exactly. the lesson even in this as part of the tools that I'm equipping you with such that you will be prepared so that when you finally do submit to this thing that I've been telling you, you know, in my own way, trying to get to you, you, that I've been telling you is what I'm calling you to, what I put you here to do, what I created you to do for this season right now, for such a a time as this. All of the things, right? All things come together Mm -hmm. for the good of those who Mm -hmm. love God and are called according Mm -hmm. to his purpose. Even those things which are uncomfortable, even those things which we ain't have no business doing or being a part of, mm-hmm. like we begin to see how it all comes yeah. together and is a part of the bigger picture and mm-hmm. how it will contribute to what what it is we are called to share yeah. with everyone else who's here right now. Yeah. And whatever legacy we will leave yeah. beyond our time yeah. here, yeah. like in the physical realm. Mm-hmm. So like that is so... Mm-hmm amazing to me like even as I'm in the process of my own pivot right Mm -hmm. I call it like a pivot season where I have this gym and I prayed about it and it was the whole thing and I was like great and God is amazing and you know this 20 year dream and da 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 and then here I am approaching my three year anniversary and I feel like God is like and now do this and Mm -hmm. I'm like now what now yeah but it's supposed to be yeah because I was here I arrived yeah. This is what it was. Remember, I had Ashley for the gym, and we here now, so we good. Paid in full, God. Paid in full. You don't owe me no more. We good. Right. And it was like, no, actually, I gave you that because that was where you were, and I love you enough to speak your language. Yeah. And Ooh. you were good with that, and you were willing. You were in a space in your spirit of willingness to submit to the idea of this. Because this is where you were, because I bless you according to your capacity. Mm-hmm. So you were in a space where you were ready to receive your own gym. And I gave you that, because that was that. But I I knew when yeah. I gave it to you that I was just going to put you yeah. in there to continue to work on you mm-hmm. in a space where you were comfortable allowing me to do that. Yeah. So I could grow you in such a way to prepare you for this next thing that I've been knew I had you for. Mm-hmm. You just didn't know. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'd be keeping secrets. Yeah. Because you don't be ready. And so I, as your spiritual father, as your heavenly father, love you enough to not give you more than you can handle. Because I don't want to give you something that you're going to mess up. Yeah. And have, I'm not going to set you up to fail. Yeah. So I'm not going to give you something that you can't handle. Yeah. But just know that I gave you what you were ready for then. Yeah. And that in the midst of having that, I've been preparing you for what is next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now... You're in a season where I'm going to make you just uncomfortable mm-hmm. enough that you don't have a choice but to do what I tell you to do. Um, all right. We can just close this. We're going to close this podcast. <laughs> We're closing it down. Are we shutting it down? Oh, my God. <laughs> but that, And that's just really the season that I'm in right now. And, like, similar to what you're saying, again, the peace that comes with submitting to that that would have me concerned about how I'm going to pay for the gym and how I'm going to do this and all these other things that, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, God, I thought yeah. I thought you had said. Remember we had talked about this when I had prayed in and we said mm-hmm. the gym and I'm in here yeah. and you moved mountains to get me here. So I know, I know this was you. Yeah. So, but I don't, I feel like, did you change your mind? Right. Like, am I tripping? Right. What's going on? Right. And it took for me to go, okay, mm-hmm. now I'm back into a corner. And similar, we talked earlier about being in a wilderness. Mm-hmm. 
I done ran around this wilderness with my own ideas about how to keep everything afloat and what I'm going to do. Okay, my God, what is going to happen? My gym is going to close or whatever ideas I thought it was going on. I ran around in my own wilderness that I created Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, to the point where I got tired, Mm -hmm. still never found a way out, Mm -hmm. had to sit myself down. And in the moment that I sat myself down, it became so clear to me what my next step Mm -hmm. needed to be. That's good. And as soon as I submitted to it, because I haven't even fully like launched the whole next Mm -hmm. step of everything that I've been creating. Mm -hmm. But just submitting to the idea of being willing to go where God is leading me and where God is calling me. He has blessed me with new clients and other ways, you know, people, relational wealth, people in my life have stepped up in major ways to help support me in this season of just unknowingness. Yeah. And it was like, oh, all I had to do was say yes. Oh, well, come on then. And that's the thing. All you have to do is say yes. Like, shout out to Floetry, though, on that one. (laughs) And Shonda Rhimes, because she has the book, right? But yes. Yes, she does. So anyway, shout out to them. That's amazing. And that's exactly where I am. So what if God is a black woman? Just, I wanted to say that. (laughs) What? God is a nurturer. But the thing is, because that just came to me right now, like. He's a god of multiple bosoms or something like that. So we gonna say he a god. So what? That's hilarious. What if all of all you have to do is say yes? And those are three black women with the message of yes in not this lifetime at least. Shout out to God being a black woman. Hey, but God, I don't think God's a gender anyway. But that is know. hilarious, right? Yeah. Oh, no. We could, that's a whole other conversation yeah. about how we genderize God. Right. Like, how is that a reflection of our culture and like? So much misogyny and like, boop. Anyway, so and the one oh and like one real quick on that. (laughs) That even I think just our culture and religion, how as women um, we take on this masculine role in. Um, not taking away the fact of being strong. I'm not saying strong is um, not feminine. I'm just saying we, we as women, we we put on this um, kind of I got it, hold my purse type of mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's just not what God has called us to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of like we feel like we need to almost in a way castrate the feminine um, persona because of it's just not embraced in That's an religious. interesting way to put it, castrates the feminine. That's yeah. wow. Because yeah. usually we talk of castrate as yeah, a, in terms of ma- no, maleness. Yeah, we're, we're, so that's a good, I mean, that's just good. Even in the, the workforce, even in uh, religion, when they talk about how the women can be in the pulpit and... Jesus said nothing about there. There's many yeah, of there's women all these ways, leaders, yeah. of course, uh, that has built you know villages and and that's and, that's another conversation we've had about yeah. just understanding the difference between the truth yeah. and how people perceive the it, truth. and then they begin to teach it in all yeah. these other ways that maybe yeah. are not in line with mm-hmm. what, but mm-hmm. that's their interpretation, and they get to have that. Yeah. And their journey is their journey, and maybe that's, they'll realize, or maybe they won't. I but I don't but need to necessarily it. subscribe to that. Yeah. All of the things. So, I mean, I'm just. Say what you're going to say. Because you right. got the mic. Go yeah. on. Yeah. And that's the thing about this. This podcast, what I really appreciate about it, even as I've listened to past episodes, outside of the episodes, I'm listening to it and I'm like, ooh, girl, you should have said Because that person, no, mm-hmm. you get to allow them to have their opinion. And there are a lot of times <laughs> when, when I'm 
may not necessarily agree with what you're saying, but this is a podcast. I'll just let you give me. And also like, who cares if I don't agree? Cause like, and that's totally, this is a conversation and the point of conversation is not to come to a solution or I, right. Like somebody said, don't play yourself trying to prove yourself. But what if you do all that? And then two months from now you read something or understand something. You're like, maybe they were right. And I don't want to fall tooth and nail and called you out your name or whatever else I'm going to do. Cause I feel like I needed to be right in that moment. So that's a sidebar. Don't be doing that. Don't play yourself trying to prove yourself. I don't even know where I got that from, but shout out to that person. Um, (laughs) so Shout out to that person, but yeah, I don't even remember like that. There's we just had like a million sidebars, but I know, right? That, I that's just what I, I oh, I had a thought. A friend of mine, we actually had a conversation about this, like at the farmer's market, because that's not random at all. But we were at the farmer's market, and she just shared with me that she began to um view God as her mother instead of her mm-hmm. father, mm-hmm. and the power in doing that mm-hmm. just. Because of the context of her relationship with her mm-hmm. mother and father in the earthly realm. Yeah. And like how she, the difference between how she relates to the two of them. Mm-hmm. And how viewing God mm-hmm. as her mother shifted the way that she related yeah. to God yeah. and all of those things. Yeah. And how that, how that shift in her relationship to God mm-hmm. showed up in all these other areas of her life. Just by changing her perspective and considering yeah. maybe God is my mother and yeah. not my father. Yeah. And so if we talk about like when some people might feel like that's blasphemy, how dare you or whatever, but it's like who wh- said God's agenda? Who said, said that God, God's So agenda. all of the things, right? So all of the things. So anyway, I thought that was very powerful even just thinking about that in mm-hmm. in my own life. Like, mm-hmm. wow, what if I what if in my everyday mm-hmm. prayer or meditation mm-hmm. time or just even conversation mm-hmm. when I think about or talk about God, I consider like a feminine mm-hmm. spirit or energy yeah. surrounding yeah, that and definitely. whatever that looks like, because you also touched on this idea of like the controversial kind of conversation about strength and being strong mm-hmm. as a woman's trait mm-hmm. and how there's kind of like a divisive thing happening that I'm seeing mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. because of this idea that the strong woman yeah. rejects or um, minimizes the role and the significance and the importance and the relevance of a man in her life, right? And we're not even necessarily talking about in the context of like a romantic relationship. Just the balance of male and female, man and woman or whatever, like energy and harmony, um, whatever the situation is. That could be in business, that could be in relationship, that could be in family, that could be in yourself you know the male female or you know masculine or feminine energy that we all have within us and usually one kind of dominates the other and however we show up and all of the things but in making that like strong equals emasculating Mm -hmm. you know strong woman equals emasculating woman um that's kind of been this like synonymous idea or concept so when you have this picture of the strong woman particularly the strong black woman it it becomes this image of like, and I don't need you, and da, 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 yeah. da, and it's like, no, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. And it also needs to be able to coexist as, yes, I am strong, yeah. but, and needing you doesn't mean I'm not. Right. And yeah. 
I'm I still like support and whatever other things come up along the way like are still necessary and does not detract from my strongness or my strength. And that's that queendom mentality. Yeah, like being that able. Mentality, mm-hmm. you know? Some so. of y'all trying to put on a crown <laughs> and you need a robe. Because get your garment. <laughs> And that's not even a, let me be clear, that's not even like clowning. No, it's just your That's like acknowledging where you are so that you can properly prepare yourself for where you want to go. So that's not me being like somebody is up here and the other person is down there. Because like we've all been down there. And in some areas of our life, I might be up here and then others areas I'm down there. So that's not even like me trying to be like, you know, clowning nobody or shade or nothing like that. But that's just like... Can we talk about it for a minute? Because I know that's another thing that's happening yeah. in culture is that we throwing around king and queen and we calling each other this and that. And I'm, I'm hey, with queen. it. How you doing, um, yeah, and I and I'm with like the empowerment and changing our language, okay, and changing our language around how we address each other. I'm with all of that, like straight up. So now we get to like go a little bit deeper, yeah. right? Like, okay, cool. Now you you we move beyond some of the stuff we used to say to each mm-hmm. other, and we're mm-hmm. trying to embrace mm-hmm. this new. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So similar to what you said, that comes with something though. Story. So the queen didn't just wake up the queen. Listen here, ma'am. <laughs> she ain't just she ain't just wake up like this. No, no. Queen now story. and even you know we could talk Beyonce. Even Beyonce didn't just woke oh, up no. like this. That mm-hmm. ain't how that happened. We seen you, Beyonce, when you was 15. That's something you grow. <laughs> okay. And we seen you be- in before that. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like, hold on, don't. Who yeah. you Who you think? You might be able to get these 2,000 kids Listen, to believe yeah. you woke up like this, but we seen you in 98. <laughs> we know what it was. When I really understood the meaning of what a queen means. Mm-hmm. In her, role, in her role, in her responsibility, in her responsibility, mm-hmm. her knowing when to talk, her sensitive ear to God, her uh, confidence, her taking care of her body, um, her serving, her um, um, just giving to her children, but at the same time being good to herself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's man, that whole term queen and just the dynamic with the king. It's that whole language when God revealed that to me as well this year. It was just like they don't talk about this in church. Like no, right? What do you, what do you mean? I mean, not denouncing church because church is the foundation of my spirituality. Mm-hmm. But it's just certain things that they don't talk about, right? Um, which is why it becomes our. Here's the thing. Here's yeah. here's the part where we have to remind ourselves the people are the church. So I am the church. So maybe the place where I grow, where I go to grow in fellowship isn't talking about this, but I'm still responsible because I am the church. I'm still responsible for knowing it. Like Mm -hmm. I don't get to be excused. Like, well, God, they didn't teach me. No, 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 honey. I am the ultimate teacher. So if you wait on somebody else, you missed it. That takes the whole victim uh, yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. You, you could you waiting on somebody mm-hmm. else? I have a message for you directly, mm-hmm. and I don't need to 
call on three way and have them click over and call you. No, yeah. I got the direct line. That goes from that was it like Paul says from drinking milk to actually eating meat. Right. Like it's yeah. such a um it's such a cold um we're so, we're so codependent on church. Mm-hmm. Um and not to say that God isn't there because if God if we're there, God is there. Right. But um there's just a place that I think a lot of people are waking up to. Mm-hmm. Um just a whole new air of God speaking to them. Like, what is God saying to you? How is God mm-hmm. speaking to you? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that whole queen, um, uh, king mentality versus, um, the peasant entitlement expectation should be like this dictator mm-hmm. and I'm not gone. You ain't gone. And okay. Cause it, what you resist persists. So everything you talking about, what you ain't gone and what they ain't gone, is exactly what it's gone. Better say that quote one more time <laughs> because that's so true. That is just the okay. energy you're calling into your life when you yeah. focus on what, what you ain't gonna do and what they ain't gonna do, and you not gonna play me or whatever conversation you're having with yourself. Yeah. That's exactly talking, what's getting ready to happen because that's where you're putting your energy and your focus, so that's what you're creating in your life. Good stuff. And um, and so what? One of the things that I've been thinking about. And, and really kind of charging myself to make decisions from a new place is what I refuse to do is decide um, on a thing because I'm avoiding something. Mm-hmm. 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 So this won't Say be, that yeah, that won't be me saying, I'm going to do this so that this won't happen. No, no, no. I'm going to do this because this will happen. And that was me. So it's, yeah, so it's moving. So now I'm moving, I'm making a decision that's moving me closer to what I want instead of further away from what I don't want. Mm -hmm. Because the more time I spend focusing on what I don't want, that is the energy I continue to create. More of what I don't want. So now I'm constantly creating what I don't want and then running from it, spending all my energy running from it, as opposed to consciously and in my mind creating what I do want and mm-hmm. using my that same running energy mm-hmm. to run towards that. Because if I'm running from what I don't want, who knows where I'm going to end up? Mm-hmm. And I'm living from a place of as long as it's not that. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, well, it might not be that, but it may be some more stuff you don't right, want. Right. Yeah. But you don't ran from that, so you think you cool. No. Yeah. If I'm gonna be spending my energy running, I'm going to run so that when mm-hmm. I, are, mm-hmm. you know, am getting to where I'm going, mm-hmm. that's where I want to be, and not where I landed because yeah. I was avoiding something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that, and that's what we get to yeah. do when we're making these choices and decisions. Mm-hmm. And so when you're choosing relationships or your career mm-hmm. or whatever you're choosing, mm-hmm. your meal for the day, like mm-hmm. don't choose from a place of what you're trying to avoid or what you don't want. Mm-hmm. Run to the place. Of, yes. Choose Joy. what you do want. Choose from a place of being clear about what you That's do good. want. Mm-hmm. And that changes your whole First of all, it changes your whole decision-making process, mm-hmm. but it also changes your whole perception of the journey. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're tired from running from what you don't want, mm-hmm. then you start saying, maybe I'll just let it capture. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this no more. I'm sick of yeah. running. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're running towards what you do want, the conversation is, I'm getting that much closer. It's getting closer. It's getting bigger. Yeah. I can see it. So now what feels like Okay, 
is not that far off now. Mm-hmm. It's different from, I've been running this long and it's still mm-hmm. back there. Mm-hmm. It's still chasing me because mm-hmm. it's not going to go away. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go away. It's not going to go away, one, because that's our ego. And then it's not going to go away because we are familiar with our past. And, and you're constantly yeah, creating it yeah, by constantly yeah, giving it energy yeah, and thought. Yeah. So it's not going anywhere. As a matter of fact, it's probably going to look like it's getting closer. Because yeah. you're getting tired of running. Yeah. And that's what happens. They start gaining on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it changes your whole perception of even of the journey. Mm-hmm. When you your intention behind the choices that you're making shifts. Mm-hmm. From what you don't want to what you do want. And what you're consciously and willingly and intentionally creating mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Oh, and that's... Yeah. And that's, and that's that's also a part of what we're not really hearing outside mm-hmm. of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're not really hearing that. And you, you said something that I remember reading on Facebook and I was like, ah, Kenny. Oh. And this is when I was like, must do podcast now. <laughs> because it was Let's like, do podcast oh, now. so good. And it was something to the effect of like, It said, you are not your fears, addictions, bad habits, insecurities, self-doubt, worry, or anguish. And even all of those things, God is still able to use our flawed, perceived nature and mix it in a pot and still count us as worthy. Mm -hmm. Worthy is a word that is hidden and taboo in a lot of religious settings. But we are worthy. It's in our DNA. We are inherited with, we, we are inherited with royal blood. Excuses are exactly what they are, and it never moves you in any direction. And I was so excited to hear you say <laughs> that we are worthy. We are worthy. Because yeah, you are. so many of us work for being worthy or ask and, worthy. And even in our work, yeah. never feel like we arrive yeah. at that place of worthiness. Because you, But you already are. It's something that we think we have to work for. And, and it even goes, even that whole image, like, well, if I look like this, if I be this, then I'm going to be worthy. It's like, you're waiting, I, but you're always waiting to arrive at a place always, where you can receive. Like, so you're always waiting on something outside of you to make you, um, to 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 put you in a place where you can receive outside of you outside of you like i'm not going to be worthy of this until i Mm -hmm. so i won't be worthy of a great relationship until i lose the weight and i look a certain way yeah or i won't be worthy of this kind of Mm -hmm. lifestyle until i make this amount of money Mm -hmm. or i won't be worthy of whatever the thing is you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. until you arrive at a place and then in the same time with that Making decisions about all the things that you won't do and that you're running from mm-hmm. that aren't moving you close to even what you think is the place that'll make you ready of or worthy. Mm-hmm. And it leaves a constant, a constant feeling of uh, dissatisfaction. Right. Like, okay, well then I'm gonna do this. Right. Okay, but that didn't work. Okay, well then I'm gonna try this. It's just like God's like, hi. And that's you already are. And you worthy. already are. And that's when and it's doing that is when we create our wilderness. Yeah. It's all of those things is how we're creating our wilderness. Branch mm-hmm. by branch, twig by twig, mm-hmm. we're building a wilderness yeah, we around are. us with all of the decisions and all of the running and yeah. all of the fear and all of the yeah. excuses and all of the looking outside of ourselves and all of the hoping and waiting and wishing, but not ever really actively being clear about what we're hoping, waiting, or wishing for. Exactly. 
Exactly. So it's all of the things. And then we get caught in the middle of, and then by that time we're old and we're like, I wish I could have, would have, or should have. And that's, that's so tormenting to live your life externally. That is just, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even want to go back. I was telling Casey, Mm -hmm. I don't even want to go back to that. It's almost scary to try um, to operate or be validated by not to say that I don't um struggle with that now it's just more of, of an course awareness yeah that like, okay that's not this is what it is right but going back to what I was saying it's just more like I'm not even I'm more afraid not not am I not more am I what am I trying to say <laughs> I'm not afraid to go back it just sounds tormenting to go back because I see you have no truth. need to go back I have no need to go back yeah. and it's just terrifying, yeah. tormenting, not yeah. terrifying. It's tormenting to try to be controlling. It's tormenting to try to um, look for validation. It's um, emptiness to mm-hmm. try to look for validation externally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, it's an ongoing, never ending search for an answer that's already in you. And the other it's thing like, about, the other thing about that external validation is that whatever it is, whether it be um, your financial status, your social status, your relationship status, Mm -hmm. your body image, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, um, the reason why it's an ongoing process that is never ending and usually very empty is because that standard is ever changing. Mm -hmm. So whatever the ideal body is, whatever the lifestyle is, whatever's in style fashionably or Mm -hmm. trendy or whatever the new neighborhood that you want to be living in and all of that thing, all of those things are constantly changing. And so the minute you arrive at whatever you thought was the thing is like, girl, we not on that man, which is that's our last, whatever. And then you're like, wait, no. And now, you know, I want it to be thick, but now it's back to thin again. And like, Like, what do I do with all this donuts I just ate or whatever? Like, so it's like, yeah. you gotta like... Yeah, it's like a Christmas present as a kid. You know, like, you promise you're gonna get this bike, okay? Or whatever. Doll or uh, car. <laughs> you get this toy. Oh my God, this is what I want. How long do you play with that toy? Until it's under the bed. Or, or how long before the new model comes out and exactly. now the one you have, you're embarrassed exactly. and you wanted it so bad and now you're hiding it because iPhone. I got the old one and everybody else is on the new one and I feel like whatever, yeah. whatever stupid thing. And so, again, it becomes a clear about like, <laughs> if where I am, if, if I am on my path and I'm clear about where I'm going, mm-hmm. Then it doesn't matter what other people around me are doing. I use this example all the time. Like if I'm driving down the street mm-hmm. and I'm clear about where I'm going mm-hmm. and whatever, maybe I put in the GPS and it tell me exactly what I need to do step by step. Mm-hmm. If I'm on the road next to somebody and the light changes mm-hmm. and they turn left, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go, should I be turning left? Right. No. Because yeah. I don't know where you're going. Right. I'm going straight. Because I know where I'm going, and in order to get where I'm going, I need to go this way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to judge your left turn. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to question whether or not I should be turning left. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do any of those things because mm-hmm. wherever you're going, yeah. that's what you need to do. And if you get lost from turning left, that's on you. Yeah. 
But I'm not getting ready to question which direction I'm going in because you, I see you going a different way and maybe whatever thing makes mm-hmm. me feel like I should be following you is like craziness. It's, it definitely goes back to that um, stamped, this is what you're supposed to do um, whole psychology that's been embedded in us even as kids with school. Um, mm. It's like this group of people, You, if you do... A, not even group of people, but this particular curriculum is for um, everyone. Mm. If you don't get it this way, then something's wrong with something's you. So everybody, wrong with you. I hate so it's it. It's like we grow up thinking, oh, I have to be this in order because this is important. This is considered validation. Right. Then, this is the best. This is superior. This is the way. This is yeah, and it's man, not. Though. I mean, it's just so there's like that. when I tell you just. Just little things like that I um, have thought about and it's just like growing up and I've always, my soul has always kind of like went against the grain just Mm -hmm. even when I was quote unquote following the rules or whatever. Mm -hmm. There was just something in me was just like, this doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. I want to get out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it start it starts there. It starts yeah. very young. Oh, it, it totally does. Like that stamp of no, it has to be this way. So mm-hmm. do what this is doing because this is how you're going to be considered worthy or right. important if you have this status quo. If you have this amount, if you do this, then you are considered in this group. This is the worthy group. If right. you don't do this group, so <laughs> I think I think too though, like what has contributed to this shift that you mentioned earlier of people just kind of moving away from the whole idea of like organized religion and kind of having their own personal private spiritual practice and all of that I think what contributes to that is we are in the information age the technology Mm -hmm. age Mm -hmm. and what used to be like you only had access to a certain like perspective right like you lived in your neighborhood in your family your community and this is everyone kind of because that's what makes it a community is that you kind of have similar values and beliefs and all of that. And so nobody's ever really challenged. So even if you felt it internally, nobody's ever really challenged the way things were done. And so we just kind of went along because we felt like whatever. But now we're seeing what is happening in other parts of the world Mm -hmm. and how other people, you know, convene around, you know, in private moments even like what I remember listening to Michelle Obama one day she was talking about like when people were remember she got bangs and then the whole world was like oh my god Michelle got bangs and it was like really and she was like one of the things she said was you know the kitchen table conversation has become now worldwide like our kitchen table is now worldwide what used to happen you know privately with a couple of people sitting around the table is now like I get to post that and however many thousands of friends can see it and share it and then someone in Scandinavia can be like Joyce said and it's like what yeah. so it becomes this whole thing and so the whole the I think what's happening now is we have access to so many other perspectives and ways of life what life and culture and you know, all of this, and we're starting to go, that kind of makes more sense and is aligned with what I would naturally want to do that I didn't think was right because my culture or family or neighborhood or community said no. And now that I see that there's a whole world of people doing it, maybe I want to be that. Maybe I should move there. Maybe I should try that. Maybe I should, whatever. And I think, and we're able to kind of have this communal, more like eclectic, for lack of a better word, way of approaching life that doesn't necessarily have to be so streamlined or tunnel vision on 
whatever this one way yeah. that we've been told for however mm-hmm. long is the way. And I think that's 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 huge. But at the same time, there's like an underbelly of that, which is when you get caught up so much in all of the different ap- options and things, and you are not first clear and centered about who you are mm-hmm. internally, mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. by yourself, mm-hmm. then you do find yourself pulled in all these different directions. And it can be a little da- dangerous because then you get back to that cycle of like chasing, chasing, chasing something outside of you as opposed to going, this feels right for me and I'm going to lean more towards mm-hmm. this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that, so there's like a, definitely a harmony that mm-hmm. needs to be yeah. established mm-hmm. between like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Then how do I relate mm-hmm. to others around yeah. me yeah. in my immediate circle yeah. and even beyond that? Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And what is my intention? What impact do I in, in, yeah. intend to make? Mm-hmm. And that shows up in how am I raising my children? Yeah. How am I relating to my spouse, mate, partner? Yeah. How, what about my friends? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we growing together? Yeah. It goes, or growing apart? Because that also happens. Yeah. And are we, am I, you know, how do I feel about that? Am I okay with that? What's actually going on? How mm-hmm. much of this is me? How much of this is them? Yeah. What is this? You know, all of the questions. Yeah. And because some of those answers are difficult, then we just go, never mind. I'm just going to do, yeah. I'm just going to do it like this. Because this was. Wow. How many never minds? Never mind. It's too many things. How many never Every time I open a box, there's another question. And I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it no more. I don't want to do it. So never mind. Close the box. Back to normal. So <laughs> Joy, that's I'll just be this fish trying to climb a tree. That's fine. Yeah. I'd rather just do that yeah. <laughs> than yeah. Yeah. any other mm-hmm. work. That's real. And to find the ocean that I'm really supposed that's to swim real. in. That's real. Because it takes courage. It takes so much courage. It, it takes yeah. diligence. Yeah. It takes <sighs> redefining so much of who you are and who you've been. And that's tough. That's tough. That takes courage. It, it takes does. courage and it takes surrendering. It takes patience. It takes all of these things. Patience, yeah. I mean... Because I assume that if it wasn't that and then I chose this, then this thing must be the answer. Yeah. And it wasn't. So I don't want to do it no more. Right. I don't want to do it anymore. It's too hard because I'm trying to figure... And it makes it hard. Be- I think what makes it hard is the resistance. It makes it hard because um, we only know what we knew. And mm-hmm. so, because we only know what we knew, it makes it hard for us to move forward because we're like, well, wait, 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 but this didn't, so no, I'm just going to go back to what I know. A line. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's familiar. And it's familiar. But it's, not comfortable. It's, it's not comfortable, but it is familiar. So it's okay. But people will, people would rather sit in discomfort mm-hmm. with something they recognize yeah. than to be uncomfortable trying to find something side. else yeah like, uh, side, uh, both ways you're uncomfortable yeah and but the other side is you the other so, side isn't man <laughs> so then you never get to know you and then to just circle it back to what we talked about early in the conversation yeah. if you never get to know you then the thing that you were created for for such a time as this, in this season, in the scope of eternity, and the reason why you're here right now with the rest of us, the piece of you that you were supposed to contribute to this larger puzzle, you never get to do that. And we all miss out. We never answer the call. We never, we all miss out. We all miss out. Yeah. The possibility if you drop. On all of that, on all of that. 
But it's so, so. But the thing is, it's always good. Right. And that's what we we're we are taught. Not to say that that's our excuse, mm-hmm. but we are taught a lot of bull crap. Mm-hmm. And we are taught, a, and, and it's with good intent. I think you know it comes from a place of I want you to, I want you to be good because this is what I was taught. Right, 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 right. But on the, we are taught that the other side of going, we are taught going against the grain is um, taboo. We are taught that going against the grain or being you is negative is something to hide from is something that you don't go after because you're never going to accomplish it so stay here because it's familiar we're taught to stay right. small and god never told tells us to say because small. but and it goes back to that same concept again earlier in our conversation which speaks to the idea that um if it's never been done then it can't be done and so, so we're still that. trying to do what we feel like is like the proven yeah. Right, like the proven formula has been go, you know, go to school, get the education, get the job, work that job, retire, mm-hmm. golden years, die. Yeah. And like Joy. and that's really kind of like and that's what it is. And if your life isn't panning out that way, you're doing something wrong and you're a dreamer and you're unrealistic yeah. and how dare you yeah. and yeah. whatever the things are. And Oh yeah. And so, and I do understand that not everybody was created to be like innovative, blah blah blah, no, whatever. No, no, yeah. But like being small, I don't think in my interpretation when I think I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. My interpretation of being small now, I think um when I think of being small, I don't think of um uh, being small in the sense of the um quantity. Mm-hmm. I think of being small in the sense of fear when I say mm-hmm. think of think small. Mm-hmm. Like because God may call you to be um what most people would think is um small mm-hmm. but your assignment is big, is that not in quantity but quality mm-hmm. but in purpose and so that's it's just a totally different you could be doing something big but it's considered small because guys like i didn't call you to do that so look at let me <laughs> let me let me share this with you because i think this is exactly in line with that because what i hear you saying ultimately is it's not necessarily about the visible impact of what you're doing. It's about the impact of how what you're doing is in align with the bigger picture and how the bigger picture is yeah. making the impact. Exactly. Right? And so one of the things that I said earlier, a couple about a month ago, whenever our president-elect um, was selected, and I said, okay, now what do I get to do? And what I said to one of my friends, I said, I just said, I no longer get to lead by example. Mm -hmm. I get to lead by expectation. Mm -hmm. Because what happens when you lead by example is that you become larger and larger and larger in the eyes of the people watching you do whatever it is you do Mm -hmm. because you're being the example, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But then eventually you become the anomaly Mm -hmm. because then you become the Oprah's or the Martin Luther King's or the President Obama's who are like the exception to the rule because you have been willing to trudge through and do that work and now you are the the example. But what I get to do along the way is lead by expectation and my expectation is that if you see what I am doing as valuable, then what you get to do is participate. And you get to participate in whatever way God has called you to do that because 
the vision that I have is mine. But I cannot do it alone because if I could, then it wouldn't be a vision from God. It would be something I want to do. All right. So now what you get to do is say, wow, I see what you're doing is great. And maybe I'm a graphic designer. So I'll contribute to your vision and the impact that you're making in the world by helping you make your flyers for your business. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're not the person that people are, you know, applauding on the stage when I walk out and say whatever I say. And they're not like, and also your flyers are amazing. Maybe they're not saying that. But... If it weren't for the flyer that you made that helped me promote this event, then maybe the thousands of people who I'm going to speak to, according to the gifts that God has given me, wouldn't be there. So it's not that you're the big whatever, but you still participated. And therefore, because that is your gift, your impact is valuable and important. And we need to be able to do that. And we don't we don't always hear the conversation around it in that way. And so I became very aware of like, now what I get to do is become clear about where I need support. So that when somebody says, wow, congratulations, I'm so inspired by you. You do these amazing things and da-da-da-da-da. I can say, hey, well, if you think what I'm doing is so great, imagine how much greater it would be if I had four hours of free time that I could do more of this and less of this that you happen to also be good at. So, are you willing to do- donate four hours of your time every month, an hour a week, mm-hmm. doing this thing yeah. that isn't really part of what I'm called to do, but it's necessary? Mm-hmm. And I could spend that four hours That's doing cool. what I'm called to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're all participating mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So, I re- two years ago, Thanksgiving, it was right after, so that Tuesday... Before Thanksgiving is when they announced the verdict of um, Darren Wilson, the guy who shot Mike, uh, Mike Brown in Ferguson, mm-hmm. that he would not be indicted. And of mm-hmm. course, we were like, what? It was just like, what? no, like this can't even be a thing. And so that morning I woke up and I just I kind of journaled and I have a bit of the entry here. And it just says, in the wake of recent events in Ferguson, I've struggled to understand how I can personally make a difference. This morning in my prayer time, God gave me an answer. I empower the community through education about health and wellness. I give them tools and resources that allow them to be healthy and run the race he has carved out for their lives. I offer an opportunity and a catalyst for others to find their voice and purpose in the community and the world at large by first mastering their own weaknesses, quote unquote, as well as finding and developing their strengths. So as much as I want to run out and respond emotionally to the injustices we've endured for generations, today I am thankful for a deeper revelation of my purpose through the gifts God has given me. I appreciate all who have supported and given me a platform to walk out this journey. I beseech you all to know that in doing so, you have been a part of the solution. And I needed that because, again, going back to another earlier part of our conversation, I was driven emotionally to be like, we need to do something about these injustices, right? And like, I felt like if I didn't do something, I was doing nothing. And I was like, that can't happen. That can't happen. So what God said to me is you are doing something. And it may not look like changing the laws or marching in the streets or it may not look like that. It may not call you to be a platform. Yeah, but... You are doing something. Mm-hmm. And that was so incredibly important because then I got to say, and each of you who has supported me in doing what I'm doing, now you are also mm-hmm. doing something. Mm-hmm. And if each of us continues to operate in our calling, we are all participating in creating a solution mm-hmm. to whatever issues we see happening, whether they be social issues, familial issues, personal issues, 
whatever. Yeah. And that was like a huge weight yeah. off of Our me. Our call is always, in my, well, not in my opinion. I think this is God's opinion, too. <laughs> I think our call is always, um, it involves everyone. It's, a, it's always a community uh, because it's greater than yourself. And so, um, yeah, I, um, I think we also live in a culture where it, we live in like, um, solitude of our walk. And yet Mm -hmm. there is a time where, you know, you're, there's, where you should have your own time where you're by yourself. All that is great. Mm -hmm. And, but I think that, um, I don't know, we just live in a world or culture where yeah certainly we, individualism you know, is really praised yeah. here in this in the western culture yeah and but we're not created to be that we no, are relational we're beings not. We're not. like and this is why you'll find that in every season of your life you have someone to journey with you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you will have that like me too moment like me you know and it's like yeah. oh and that's that's really like not on accident no, it's not. Nothing is by accident. But that's also why it's important for us to speak up. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't share your story because of shame or guilt or embarrassment mm-hmm. or your pride or whatever, mm-hmm. then two things are happening. You're missing out on an opportunity for somebody to comfort you mm-hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm. But also, you're missing out on an opportunity to be a blessing to someone else. Mm-hmm. And because life is not just... It's never just about you. It's never just Whatever about you. you're going through is never just never. about you. Never. Never. It's not like, oh, I got this revelation. Okay, thanks, God. I'm going to go. Right. So no. if you can get out of your own tiny little mind oh, about what's about. happening like small, yeah. and begin to understand. I actually said this morning, whatever you're going through, mm-hmm. it didn't come to stop you. It came to strengthen you. Joy. Okay, we're going to end this podcast. Okay, Cammy can, can canceled the podcast for two oh, times now. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, right, it didn't come to stop you. It came to strengthen you. And if you can know that yeah. in the midst of it, whatever it is, if you can know that mm-hmm. and know and believe mm-hmm. that whatever this is is giving me the tools I need to be, to be prepared for what's next. Mm-hmm. Again, your experience of the journey your experience of the process, mm-hmm. totally different mm-hmm. from why me? It's not fair. Yeah. I was going to do it, but this thing, yeah. Yeah. whatever. Like when you say, no, 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 this is not something that came to block me. This yeah. is something that came to build me. And if, when you have that awareness, it makes the journey so much easier. It makes the process so much easier. Yeah. Cause I, personally, yeah. I get excited because I know yeah. I am going to come out better, stronger, well, wiser, excited, more prepared, <laughs> right? I get excited because it's like, then I know like what, that means like what I've been doing that I thought was popping, that right. I feel like you disturbing because why you come now? I thought this was popping. But if you're giving me this, that means you're preparing me for something that's even more popping. So what I thought was cool when I was, where I was comfortable, you're like, oh, next level. Yeah. And this is uncomfortable for now. And I wish maybe I didn't, yeah. but if I don't go through this, 
and I don't get the tools from this, I won't be prepared for my next level, which means you won't let me go there because again, God is not going to set you up to fail. So you won't let me go to my next level unprepared. You, you love me enough it. not to let me go to my next okay. level unprepared. Okay, Cammy's going to cancel it for the third time. I think we're done. God. <laughs> yes, say that again. God loves me enough not to allow me to get to my next level unprepared. That's there is no way on God's green planet that I could be the person that I am today without the trial, without the, no Absolutely. way. There's no way I can think the way I think without the process. Like everything was necessary. Everything. Mm -hmm. It was like nothing was wasted. Nothing. Every moment, every, every circumstance every relationship every second yeah is nothing was wasted right nothing and there's no way that that's why i know that you have to know that it's god because god is too strategic like you're right. it's, uh, it's just like this, right. like there's just no way it, like even in the even in my times of where i was like in the world wilderness like literally it was like okay this has to end now mm -hmm. or I want to end it. Literally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's like, this. can I just be transparent for a moment ahead. and understand that I was in that place mm -hmm. this week? Yeah. Like this week, yeah. Monday, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, God, right. I don't want it. Right. I'm so going to just gonna take these pillows. I'm going to go ahead. Yeah. I'm just going, I'm yeah. tapping out. Yeah. Y'all have fun. Yeah. It's yeah. been real. Yeah. Cause this week. Yes. So that I could even be sitting here. Friday mm -hmm. and just be in this place mm -hmm. of like understanding mm -hmm. how necessary even that was just a couple yeah. days ago. I'm not talking about like my testimony from five years ago and I done yeah. healed and I moved on. I'm talking about yeah. a couple hours ago, yeah. earlier this yeah. week, just right now. Right. Yeah. Still got some of the snot rags in the trash mm -hmm. today. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, yeah. And That's just real. be in this place. And that all comes from a particular knowing mm -hmm. and belief and consciousness and more importantly submission to mm -hmm. is bigger than me it's bigger than you it's bigger than me so i don't get to be like whining yeah. when well, whatever bill so yeah because we all do because yeah. i'm telling you snot rags they're yeah. here still yeah. Yeah. i'm not making this up they're actually in the trash so like what i'm saying is what i'm saying is have your season because we are human and we have emotions and things happen and all yeah. of that. Yeah. Have your season. Go through mm -hmm. your process, but don't dwell in it. Mm -hmm. Surrender no, to the process. No, no, it's big surrender to the process yeah. and, and no, it's so much bigger than the moment. It's so much bigger than that moment. And that whole dictating the process, talking to myself, mm -hmm. that whole dictating the process is so not the way because you don't I'm get to like, do it. okay. I can't dictate this. So. And there's also way, like, even when you thought you could, there are yeah. so many elements to the process that you didn't even know were there. That were behind the scenes. So even the 10 things you thought you was running and had control over, it's 10 more at I'm least glad you think that so. you didn't even know about. And you're like, oh, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Oh. Right. Right. Literally. Yeah. Right. So I just, okay, right. God, I just, I'll just flow with you because mm -hmm. I don't know anything. So I had a moment with one of my clients earlier this week and we were doing a particular exercise and she said 
this weight feels like it's too light. Hmm. I said, hmm, okay, what do you think we're doing here? And she was like, I just feel like I can do more, like, you know, and I said, okay. So this particular exercise that we're doing, what I'm trying to do is strengthen your shoulders, starting with the deeper muscles of your rotator cuff. And those are really small muscles and they're not really meant to do like a big force load of stuff. So um, what I'm not going to do is give you a heavier weight because then you're going to be injured. And know that we're building a foundation for when it is time to pick up the heavier weights, you can actually handle that. So she said, oh, okay. And the point that I'm making is let God be God. Not to, obviously not saying I'm God, but no. he knows some things and you don't know. So when you be questioning his process and how he make you move through yeah. certain things, yeah. he'd be like, what, do you, what is it that you think we're doing? Let me let you explain what I, you think we're doing. Because then when I tell you what we're really doing, yeah. it'll make sense to you why, you're ha why you have to do this, mm -hmm. why this step is necessary. Mm -hmm. But let me let you talk about what you think we're doing. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you thought you were ready for more. I'm saying no. Yeah. You think you're ready for a husband? Yeah. I'm saying no. Yeah. You think you're ready for prom promotion? Yeah. I'm saying no. Because yeah. you ain't got your spending habits together. Right. So you think you need more money. Yeah. But it's really because you can't manage the money you got. Mm -hmm. So you think you're ready for more right. mm, let me, no. because of what you think yeah. it's trying to do. And I'm telling you what I know is doing. Right. And the level you at, you're going to get this five pounds. Because yeah. that's where you at. That's, I'm strengthening this area of your yeah. life in order to prepare you for the next level when you do get more weight. Because mm -hmm. it's coming. Mm -hmm. But steps. Exactly. Exactly. Steps. Exactly. And then with me, when God will reveal his revelation I'm, and doing that process, I will find myself asking God questions along the way. And it got to the point where I just got tired of myself because it's like he would tell me the same thing I told you. I'm telling you the same thing I told you in the beginning. Yeah. I'm not telling you anything else. Just go. Mm -hmm. And it'll reveal itself as you go. Okay, well, what about? Okay, mm -hmm. you're not trusting me. Mm -hmm. So, like, and then there would be times where I would ask God and there would be nothing. Mm hmm. Okay. Because you know how dads, you know how <laughs> yeah. parents, if God is our spiritual yeah. mother or father, however we're choosing yeah. to view him or her. Mm hmm. You know how parents be like, I'm not going to tell you again. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's a little... <laughs> and you know, I like yeah. to think, when I think about God, and I sometimes I put him in the context of like yeah. how I relate to my yeah. natural, like earthly parents. Yeah. You know, you didn't ask him, say, yeah. you, know, you know what, I'm not going to yeah. tell you. I'm not going to tell you right, again. Right, right, right. Keep on asking me yeah. the same thing. Literally. And then they just yeah. give you a look and it makes you review like, like okay, oh, wait. Okay. Yeah, you did. What okay. It, okay, okay. I'm just going to not figure Right. It out. And so it's, it's one of those moments where he'd be like, look, I'm... I'm about sick of you. Because <laughs> your brothers and sisters been doing the same mess, getting on my nerves. And I'm about sick of you. I'm about sick of you. <laughs> so you didn't ask me about this too many times. <laughs> I'm not getting ready to tell you no more. Exactly. I'm not telling you no more. I'm not telling you. And no then more. you, and then when he like, just okay. get quiet on you, and you be like, you. like, okay, wait. <laughs> and it makes. It makes you check yourself. Yeah, and then me, my dumb butt. Right. <laughs> would try to manipulate God. Like, I would like cry. And then he was like, you manipulate me. You trying to manipulate me to get the answer now? I'm like, dang, I'm manipulating you? Like, oh, dang. Like, Let me start from like, scratch. Yeah. 
Because I don't get to do that. <laughs> because again, like our natural parents, they know us. They know us. Ain't nobody... Get out of here with them tears. Ain't nobody <laughs> thinking about you. <laughs> and then you just gotta... You what you right. gonna do? Yeah. Get out of here with them tears. Ain't nobody thinking about you. Please. Keep crying. I'm gonna give you exactly. a reason to cry. And then you be like, oh... I don't want the reason. Exactly. Fix it. Fix your face. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that. <laughs> Look at God. Wow. Well, I hope that um, you guys have found this conversation enlightening. I feel like the key points, people? if we want to just review and go back, the key yeah. points are, you know, everything. just really like... The takeaway from this conversation is as you're making decisions, whether it be about your, you know, your relationships, your career, your finances, your personal health journey, whatever, you may find yourself at a crossroads and you have to make a decision. Be clear about whether you're being called to a thing or driven to a thing and knowing that the difference between the two is intention. When you're being called, there's a very direct and clear intention about why you're doing a thing versus when when you're being driven, the question is typically, well, then how am I going to do a thing? Mm -hmm. And when you know the difference between the two and understanding that the calling comes with a certain amount of peace, whereas Mm -hmm. the the driving comes with a certain amount of pressure Mm -hmm. to complete a task or do a thing or whatever, be busy, Mm -hmm. um, that difference, making the distinct difference between the call or being driven is really going to be the difference between how you experience the journey mm-hmm. and also the impact that it will have ultimately when you when you um, complete the task, whatever that may be. And so I'm grateful for that revelation. I'm grateful for the distinction that you even brought it to the table and we were able to kind of like dissect it and hash it out. Um, and there's more to come. I know you just released, um, you have your blog out and you have an album out on iTunes and you're just all these things that are amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to more from you, and I'm sure the listeners are as well. So please give us your contact information, your social media, or your blog, oh, so or your sweet. website, and all of the things. I have a blog that I just started. It's called Some Things I've Learned Along the Way, and that's exactly what it's called. If you type in Some Things I've Learned Along the Way, it'll pop up. <laughs> so, yeah. I also have an album coming out. Is my name. Um, you just type C-A-M-M-I-E. That's um, what you'll get on. It's on... Um, Apple Music, it's on iTunes, um, Spotify, and Google Play. But yeah, uh, five good songs, inspirational, and that's about it. You don't get to say that's about it. That's some amazing stuff. Oh, I'm not denouncing it. I mean, you know, I don't have an album. (laughs) (laughs) You know. you could, you know. I mean, I can hear. As a matter of fact, if you need a little background vocal. Hey, you know. Come on, I can give you the, you take the top, I take the bottom. Okay. Come on, Harmony. Yeah, right. Was that the note? Yeah. That was it. <laughs> that was the note? It came from your heart. Doesn't matter. That's all that matters. Okay. Okay. Matters I, of the heart. I had the... Come on, real matters. Bring it around. Real matters of the heart. Because vibrato is a matter that's on my heart. I want to sing. Do that, Joy. Do it. Do it. You know? You set me up. Who cares if you're called to do something? Else? Oh! Rude, Kenny. <laughs> Just rude. Well, all right. And then let us know where we can find you. So, some things along the... Some, some some things, things I learned along the way. WordPress on WordPress. On WordPress. Okay, yeah. and you're looking for Cami. Mm, it's just under Cami. Right, Cammy. and so then what else? So where can we find you on social media? Mm, Facebook, me. Okay, it's just me. <laughs> it's just I'm <laughs> just I, myself. 
<laughs> I do have my own um, Facebook business page that I started. It's the same thing. Some things I've learned along the way. So some things I've learned along the way. Look her up. She'll be dropping jewels or gold nuggets, as I like to call them, of wisdom about some things that she's learned along the way. Mm-hmm. And she is a wife and a mother and a vocalist and a writer and all these other things. And so I'm sure that there are plenty of lessons. And as for me, you can find me on social media. I am at Joy Hearts on all things, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of the above, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S. And I think that's about it. So yeah. thank you guys for tuning in. Again, this is Real Matters of the Heart, where we say life is all about chances. You can determine how many you take or not how many you get. And until next time, mm. peace. Thanks again, you guys, for tuning in to Real Matters of the Heart, the podcast where we say life is all about chances and you can determine how many you take, but not how many you get. That was episode number 15, Operating In and On Purpose with Miss Cammie Sharon Knight. And since we recorded this episode, I have an update from Miss Cammie. She will be releasing a book in June of this year, so just a few short months, and it's entitled The Call to Purpose. So make sure you are following her blog and on social media, some things I've learned along the way. So that you can stay abreast of that book release. I'm sure it's going to be phenomenal. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback about the podcast, this episode, or any past episode, please make sure that you send me an email at hello at joyhearts.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, If you have any questions, if you have any suggestions for topics, if you would like to be a guest on the show or recommend someone that you think would be a great guest on the show, all the above, I want to hear from you. This is about community. It's a place for us to come and be while we're still becoming. So this is definitely about you. I want to bring you content that's relevant to you. So let me know. I want to hear from you, what you're thinking, uh, what you're feeling, all the above. And also don't forget to follow me on SoundCloud as well as iTunes. You can subscribe and share there as well. Joy Hearts, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S, hashtag R-M-O-H, Real Matters of the Heart, the podcast. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. I'm so humbled and grateful for you guys just lending me your ear and an opportunity to just kind of spread a message that I think is important for today. So shout out to y'all and I'm looking forward to the next episode. So until then, holla.